Hello, real life listener, and welcome to today's, Am I the A-hole stories. Story 1. Am I the A-hole for telling my wife's friend she is too old and ugly after she repeatedly asked my 19-year-old son to take off his shirt? He was getting uncomfortable. My family had a small get-together at my house. One of my wife's friends was over, she is unmarried I think she is 45 to 47, we aren't too close to her since she lives pretty far away. She was over our house and she started complimenting my son, my son is 19. It starts off innocent but as time goes on it gets more and more crossing the line. When we were out on my deck she starts telling my son to take his shirt off, what's the point of going to the gym if no one will see it? My son is visibly uncomfortable and tries to shut her down. She repeatedly is asking and is getting more aggressive with it. I interject and I'm like hey Kathy, I think you are a bit too old and ugly for my son. This got her upset really quickly, and she excuses herself to the bathroom and starts crying. My wife goes to comfort her, and then later she leaves. At the end of it my wife is super angry with me for saying that, that I should have said hey Kathy looks like you had too much to drink or something else. I told my wife, that Kathy, BTW this is not her real name, works a corporate job she has had training on this and that she knows better. And our son was uncomfortable. He is 18 plus but he doesn't know how to deal with an adult adult let alone someone saying that in our house. I told my wife flat out that if I was to invite a guy friend and he was to ask to see our daughter in a bikini my wife would have called the police. She says it's different. I tell her that I was way kinder to Kathy than I would have been had a guy said something like that to our daughter. And I told my wife that Kathy needs to apologize to my son before she can ever come into her house again. Overall, I think I was fair. If Kathy just said it once and I said that I think I would be the asshole, but the fact she kept repeating it that's why I said it. And I wanted her to get the message that yes I am upset that's why I included the ugly part. Now that you've heard the post, here are the replies from the readers, as well as the replies to the replies. Not the a-hole. Double standard no more. I wouldn't let her around my boy anymore. I would be livid if a husband's friend was telling my daughter the same type of things. And why is insulting her looks and age the appropriate thing instead of telling her off for sexual harassment and kicking her out? No one is interested in being nice to a pervert. But by saying that the behavior is unwelcome because of her age and perceived attractiveness, her behavior isn't being described as perverted, but instead is simply out of her league. It's explicitly saying that if she were younger and hotter, it would be fine. It's explicitly saying that either the son is only uncomfortable because she's not hot enough, or that the son's discomfort wouldn't matter if she were hotter. South Park, nice and all that. Far better to call out her behavior as is rather than resorting to ad hominems or justifications. Kathy, stop sexually harassing my son, or leave. Same response as if she were a 19-year-old supermodel that the son simply wasn't into. Exactly. Like if she were in her late 30s and gorgeous, it would be okay? No, it wouldn't be. Saying Kathy, it is inappropriate plus sexual harassment to speak to my son this way would get the actual point across. I 100% agree with this. I think it's a light everyone sucks here. Because Kathy is 100% a creep and her behavior was unacceptable. I think OP is justified in wanting her to leave and sincerely apologize. But I think that his wording doesn't really accomplish addressing what I feel is most wrong about the situation, that a person was harassing and pressuring someone else in a sexual manner, regardless of age, looks, gender, etc. That said, 
I can understand from a more personal level how OP could say things like he did out of anger slash frustration slash disgust. In hindsight, sure something better might have been said. But if it were your kid, in the heat of the moment, could you take the time to reflect on how to say it or immediately strike the situation down? That's definitely fair, hence my last sentence about understanding why OP said what he said on a more human level. Obviously, what's done is done. If it were me, I think it's worth it for OP to talk with his son about maybe clarifying what he said and why what Kathy did was wrong regardless of age, though that adds an extra ick factor because of the power imbalance, or attractiveness, as he should use it as an opportunity to help his son deal with a similar situation, regardless of who the victim is. Not the person you replied to, but saying what OP said would not even cross my mind because Kathy being old and ugly isn't the problem, but her behavior was. My phrasing would have been along the lines of stop hitting on my kid, it's creepy and inappropriate. OP saying what he said implies that if Kathy had been old and hot the behavior would have been okay, which is not the case. I'm going to go with not the a-hole. It would probably have been better to say sternly Kathy, that's enough. Stop it or leave my house and leaving her appearance out of it. However, your comments were in the context of her sexually harassing your barely legal child who is less than half her age, and I'm having a hard time sustaining any outrage because you were a little snarky slapping down her exploitive and inappropriate behavior. Your wife is wrong. It is not better because she is a woman and your son is a man. Sexual harassment and preying on the fact that younger people often don't have experience shutting down inappropriate advances, particularly from someone connected to their parents or in some authority or authority adjacent position, is always wrong. The gender of the perpetrator and victim are irrelevant, and if she has a tendency to behave in a sexually inappropriate and aggressive manner when drinking then she should never drink. The biggest reason I don't really like OP doing it the way they did, is because they are specifically aware that their son doesn't know how to handle this, so as a parent they should do their best to model ideal behavior that would be suitable in a more delicate situation. I don't care about sparing the offender's feelings. I care about providing the best example for the son that he can use in other situations where he's vulnerable. Even if you believe you know how to handle certain situations, especially unwanted sexual attention, sometimes you just freeze. No matter how many times you are told what to do, fear and discomfort is still paralyzing. I have to agree. I don't think anyone really knows how to handle it. And most of the time it results on serious insults and yelling. A polite please stop sexualizing me, it makes me uncomfortable and it's disgusting doesn't not elicit a polite sorry and stopping. It results in more crude comments and laughing and insults. Honestly if I were up or even his son, I'm a young woman, I wouldn't have even been that nice because shutting people down who are sexualized barely adults or anyone is already hard outside of a full-blown ranting lecture at them. Everyone sucks here except the son. Your friend for sexually harassing your son, you for brining her age and appearance into the picture, and your wife for saying it's different because it's your son and not your daughter. I wish this was up higher. Everyone sucks here except the kids for those reasons. Insulting the sexual predator's age and looks doesn't address the point and moves the goalposts on the issue. Having different standards for sexual harassment based on gender is terrible. Preying on a young man who's clearly uncomfortable is just downright disgusting. This, I'm not understanding all the not the a-hole, except in the strain of justifiable asshole that occasionally runs through here. Everyone sucks here seems invented for the justifiable asshole situations. 
Story 2. Am I the a-hole, for kissing my friend's brother without his consent during a truth or dare? Yesterday I was supposed to spend the night at my friend's house with some of my classmates and we were playing truth or dare. There really is no reason for us to choose truth since we already know a lot about each other so we mostly went just with dares. It was pretty fun and we had some weird challenges. I was staying next to my friend's brother and when it was my turn a classmate challenged me to kiss him. His sister immediately told my friend to change the dare and so she did. To be clear, her brother did not say anything when he heard the dare and just laughed so he definitely looked like he was okay with it right? Well wrong because after I kissed him he told me WTF I am doing and looked like he was really grossed out by it. I was honestly a bit offended and asked him why he is so grossed by me kissing him, I am actually a pretty okay looking girl and even if I wasn't, there was no reason for him to act like this. He ended up leaving the game and my friend told me that what I did was wrong on so many levels and to get out of her house. My other classmates didn't say anything so I think they were on my side but didn't want to participate in this argument, I will ask them when they go back home. Anyways I did end up leaving. Do you guys think I was the asshole here? Now that you've heard the post, here are the replies from the readers, as well as the replies to the replies. So you want us to DM you if we think you're the a-hole? Yeah I know I think I'll do it here. You're the a-hole you kissed him without consent. Doesn't matter if you're pretty or not. Doesn't matter if you know him. Doesn't matter if he didn't object. Saying nothing is not consent. He did not consent. I wish I could upvote you over and over again for, saying nothing is not consent. He did not consent. I sexually assaulted my friend's little brother. Am I the a-hole? Yes, OP, you're the a-hole. Hijacking to add, OP, why the hell is it bad if your friends see confirmation that you're an a-hole? Is it just that you don't want to be awkward slash wrong? Are you 10? Just apologize FFS and learn from the experience, it's not that hard. Not enough upvotes on this, a lot of things are really hard to understand as a teenager, OP will learn a lesson from this experience, for sure, but they have the option to learn it the easy way or the hard way. You can't have your cake and eat it too. It seems like OP is trying to defend a mistaken assertion that what they did was okay because they misread social cues, but what they have to realize that it's not about what they think, it's about how their actions are perceived by those around them. That's social interaction 101, which is something that everyone should learn at some point, hopefully earlier than their teens, and not in such a dramatic way, though. Sorry OP, you're the a-hole in this one. I hope you do the right thing and apologize to your friends, you can do so by accepting responsibility for your actions, not trying to redirect the blame to them. Your misstep is yours, not theirs, accept this and explain to them that you misread the situation and made a mistake, ask them for forgiveness, but also be willing to accept that they may not be ready to forgive you yet. Show them through action, not just words, that you take their feelings seriously. Regaining trust takes time and effort, I hope you understand this and decide to do the right thing. Sorry for the hijacked hijack, it's important for people not to just to recognize their mistakes, but to also to understand what caused them, so they don't repeat them in the future. You're the a-hole. You kissed someone without their consent and you were honestly a bit offended that they weren't thrilled about it? Ask yourself how you'd feel if a boy touched you without consent and they were annoyed that you didn't like it. Also, I am confused. Didn't the op say the dare was changed? So why kiss him after when it was clear the friend already was against it? And if it wasn't clear, OP, you're the a-hole. Men are allowed consent. 
I'm actually a pretty okay looking girl and even if I wasn't, there was no reason for him to act like this. You're the a-hole. Is it really this hard for you to put yourself in someone else's shoes? He could've had absolutely any reason at all for not wanting to be kissed and it's completely valid. You don't get to decide that. Being okay looking doesn't make what you did okay, and you look even more like an a-hole for thinking it somehow makes it better. She could be a freaking supermodel but it still wouldn't make what she did okay. Hell, he could've a full-fledged crush on her and it still wouldn't be okay to just kiss him without his consent. Context matters. Consent matters. I would not want to be kissed by someone for the first time in front of a bunch of friends during a fking game. It would feel super demeaning and gross even if they were absolutely gorgeous and I had a huge crush on them. Story 3 Am I the a-hole for not giving my brother and his wife any privacy? My brother lost his job along with all his savings several months ago, and soon after he asked me if it would be okay if he, 28 male, and his wife, 30 female, stayed with me until they could afford their own place again. I hesitated at first, considering I only have a one-bedroom apartment, but according to them they had no other option so of course I invited them over and bought a blow-up mattress for the living room. For the first month things were manageable, although admittedly cramped. Then my brother told me that sleeping on the mattress was giving him back pains, so he asked if he could buy a small double bed for the living room. The living room is by far the biggest room I have, so I told him that would be fine as long as there was still room for my couch slash TV slash bookshelves. The living room is also connected to my kitchen in an open plan style, so I reminded my brother to leave walking space around the bed. It's now been 2 plus months and things have gotten a lot worse. When they first moved in, I would still use the living room every day to unwind on the couch after work. Now whenever I go in, there's a strange vibe like I'm intruding. My brother and his wife are often sitting in bed together when I go in, I always knock, and stare at me pointedly until I leave. Sometimes when I sit down they will directly ask me for some alone time and say they would like the room to themselves. This came to a head yesterday when my sister-in-law messaged me with a timetable she'd made of when it would be a good time for me to use the living room. The timetable basically says that they will allow me into the room for an hour each evening, plus 20 minutes around mealtimes. I basically shut her down instantly and told her there was no way I'd be following the timetable since in the end it's my apartment. She sent me back a huge message with a dozen paragraphs about how my constant presence was ruining her marriage with my brother and they feel like they have no privacy. I tried to talk this over with my brother that night, but when I got home neither my brother slash sister-in-law were talking to me, so he's clearly just as pissed. Today an Amazon parcel arrived for my brother with a lock for the living room door, which I told him there's absolutely no way I will allow him to install. My brother says I'm creepy for wanting constant access to where they sleep and he's insisting on installing the lock anyway. Am I the a-hole, for not giving my brother and his wife their privacy? Now that you've heard the post, here are the replies from the readers, as well as the replies to the replies. Not the a-hole. I would totally give them two weeks to vacate if they are going to be like this. It's too much. A few points people have mentioned. Op, look into your state's tenant slash landlord laws. If they have been with you X amount of days slash months, they may have legal rights depending on if you own or rent your place. You may be required to give them notice for a certain period of time. In my home state, it is seven days. Disclaimer, I am not giving legal advice as I am not a lawyer. I would def hit up the legal advice subreddit though. Some of those folks may be able to give you more specific advice. Same. NTA. I'm betting they gaslight you and say you're selfish. 
you are not selfish for wanting your space back. You aren't asking them to continue to pay a dime when they aren't living there. You can use the timetable as a reason to say things are clearly not working out. Months is enough time for them to find footing to get into their own space, even if it is something small. Not the a-hole at all. Are they forgetting that they are living at your place, and you are doing them a huge favor? Do they even pay rent? Due to the disrespect alone, I would tell them that it isn't working out, if they want the privacy, they should get their own place. Second this on info for if they are even contributing at it, regardless of answer, they are overstepping and you are not the a-hole. The idea of using the air mattress was to symbolize that it's a temporary situation. Yeah they're very much acting like this is their permanent living situation. Not the a-hole. That's really a lot they're asking for. This is a temporary arrangement and favor. Imho it's up to them to be good guests. If I were them I'd get out of bed at a reasonable time that you don't feel uncomfortable getting to your living room and kitchen. I'd hold all cuddly in bed stuff during the day and evening so you can access your space. At most I may read in bed as you watch TV, but fully clothed and on top of the bed. So on and so forth. In my mind being a good longer term guest means leaving your host to not feel intruded upon. They seem to have flipped the script imho. If you were there until 4am daily etc I'd get it, but if you're reasonable and they can sleep, well that's all you offered them was a place to sleep. Reading this comment makes me wonder, do they not have a fking job? LOL. My brother is still looking for a job. My sister-in-law works part-time from home, so they are in my apartment 24-7 usually while I'm at work from 7am to 7pm. You are in a one bedroom they are literally taking over. Tell them to move on to mom, dad, sibling, cousin's house. Anywhere else. Your turn is over. There is a reason they couldn't move in with anyone else. I think you figured that out. Don't set yourself on fire to keep them warm. This is your place. Not theirs. Being nice is great and all but this is a bit ridiculous. A new lock without tell you? Tell them to kick rocks. Not to mention they have 12 hours a fucking day to have their private time, and they are going to demand more privacy? Yep. They knew they were moving into someone's else place. You can't afford rent, you make sacrifices, like privacy. You want privacy? You put down a deposit and pay rent. The only sacrifice they are making is to bitch at OP about not laying completely flat, so they can properly walk across him slash her. Not the a-hole. They are staying rent-free in your one-bedroom apartment, possibly in violation of your lease, by the way, and they want you to spend all but an hour a day locked away in your bedroom? I don't think so. That's an absurd level of entitlement. If they asked for a couple of hours here and there where they could have some guaranteed alone time, I think that would be a reasonable request that you could respect. But essentially all day every day is crazy. It sucks that this is hard on their marriage, but that's not your fault. You're being generous by letting them stay in the first place. The audacity of coming to someone's aid in a time of need and having your generosity rewarded with a timetable dictating when you can come and go in your own home is on another level. And then to actually get pissed when you object. To that and a lock. What the f? Family or no, if they're going to be that ungrateful and outright disrespectful they should find their free lodging someplace else. I know I shouldn't be, but I'm always surprised by the lengths certain kinds of people will go if you let them. I mean, I just cannot even fathom having the gall to do any of this, starting with buying a bed and putting it in OP's living room. But the lock for the door? 
I'm as non-confrontational as they come, but I'd have told them to leave on the spot when I saw that. I actually was recently homeless for four months, two of them during a pandemic, which is a nightmare all its own, and bounced around to stay with people. I was so mindful every single minute of making sure I wasn't in their way, offering to pay for what I could, doing housework as much as I was able, staying in the spare room for an entire day a few times so someone could have their alone time in their own space. Some I stayed with were family, and I didn't take advantage of that more because they were family. I just cannot wrap my head around any of this. Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Life. Be sure to subscribe and check out all the other available podcasts on Real Life Stories. Till next time, goodbye.